besties and welcome to the very first episode of the Unapologetic Me podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Martin, and I cannot believe I just said all that out loud. Finally, it has been a dream of mine to start a podcast and just create a safe space where we can just learn to grow together and I can just share all of the things I've learned through this journey of mine and I'm so excited you're here for this. Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to quickly introduce myself. As I said before, my name is Kayla Martin. I am 25 years old. I live in a small town in New Brunswick, Canada. I'm a personal support worker full-time. I've been doing it since July, I believe, and I honestly love it so much because it just allows me to create relationships with my clients i love spending time with them and just creating relationships and just spending time with them in general i also love that i get to provide them with the care and support that they need i do have a very big passion for helping people which sounds so cliche to say but i really do so this is like the perfect thing for me and i just really love it i am married i've been married for two years now to the love of my life his name is justin and it's so crazy because we met on tinder Never thought that I was going to be the person to say that, oh, my husband, I met him on Tinder. Like, it's not a very cute romantic love story, but that's our story. And we are happily married now with two little kids. I have one three-year-old boy and a one-year-old girl. They are so stinking cute. They are the perfect combination between my husband and I. I'm very fair-toned and blonde, green eyes. My husband is a lot darker than I am with brown hair brown eyes and it's so funny because they have my complexion so they're both blonde blue eyes but they look like my husband which is very funny to me but that is a little bit about my life obviously we'll get to know each other better um, through this podcast but now I want to explain where the unapologetic me podcast came from and why I was compelled to start it I want to start off on just touching a little bit on my childhood so As a kid, I was a very sad person. I would always be locked in my room. I wasn't very in tuned with my feelings and my emotion. I'm the type of person, and I still am to this day, that just holds everything in so tightly, and I hold in my feelings until I explode. And the reason I do that, that I've noticed during my journey to becoming my better self, I've noticed that I do that because I don't quite know how to explain my feelings and having to try to elaborate and overthink about okay am I saying this properly am I explaining this right does this person understand what I'm saying I just get anxiety around it and just choose not to speak about it to anybody I truly believe that I was not worthy of a happy life and those who were happy were just the beautiful ones and the ones with a lot of money Later on, I grew up, I fell in love, I had babies, and I still felt this way. We're told as mothers that once we have babies, we don't really matter anymore. And I realize now that that is so not true, but we are told that we don't get alone time anymore, that we want and what we need are just no longer a priority. And I truly believed that. I truly believed that this was normal. After my daughter was born, I struggled with postpartum anxiety and depression and I just genuinely hated my life and was basically just functioning on autopilot. And one day I remember I was sitting on my couch and I had this random desire to work out. 
Now, I have gotten this desire before where I would basically go to Walmart, spend all of my money on workout clothes and get Gymshark leggings that I could not afford. And this would probably last about three days until I would realize that it was a lot of hard work and I would lose interest and stop. So basically what this meant is that I had never worked out for more than a week in my whole life. So I called up one of my friends that I knew had worked out. She worked out her whole life, her whole family worked out and called her for tips and pointers about how to start and where to begin and all this. I didn't have a lot of money so I didn't want to waste the little I had on a membership since I was on maternity leave and especially not knowing if I was going to like it and stick to it since I had never stuck to it before. So then I obsessively started watching videos on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube and came across the Whitney Simmons app, her Alive app. I looked up to Whitney for forever. I love her so much and I was so excited. Once I downloaded the app, I saw that she had a free trial. I signed up and I found some hit workouts that didn't require any equipment at all and I started doing them on that day. I started, I remember, on a Wednesday and I remember this, I remember this because I used to be the person that I was like, oh, I want to start the gym so I'm going to start on Monday because that somehow made sense in my head and this time around I decided, nope, I'm not waiting, I'm starting today. And it's so crazy because I remember thinking to myself like, man, I hope this sticks. So fast forward, two weeks later, I was consistently doing the HIIT workouts five days a week. And I decided since my friend taught spin class, I would try it out. And although I was not able to keep up at all, I loved it. So one day I decided to be very brave and I was sleeping at my mom's house and there was quite a few gyms around where my mom lived at the time and I went to a very public gym alone and this is the day that I realized I was really ready and really committed to this because if you knew me back then I hated being alone like I want to emphasize I hated being alone but I did it anyways I might have worked out next to a trash can in a corner by myself with my phone and my Whitney workout and it's so funny because I mean it guys I was hiding between a mirror in a corner and a trash can and I was so embarrassed but I did it anyways and I remember calling my bestie afterwards and literally almost crying because I was so excited and that day I was literally hooked I got my membership at a gym near my place the next morning and was consistently going five to six days a week fast forward another six months and i switched gyms i started going to a gym that was just a little bit closer to my house and my best friend was going there so we were both on maternity leave it was really fun to just be able to get out of the house together and do this now this is the part where i have a very hard time admitting this but i'm going to suck it up and admit it I decided to do 75 hard. Now, this challenge is intense. If you don't know what it is, I highly encourage you to look it up and to educate yourself on it. It is actually crazy. Like, for example, one of the challenges that you need to complete every day is two workouts of 45 minutes, one indoor, one outdoor. 
So when I started this challenge, I thought, why not just give it my best shot? I had tunnel vision. I was working out twice a day consistently. I was walking rain or shine every single day. I went walking with an umbrella in the rain. This is where my habit of walking came to. And it was really fun and interesting, honestly, to just sit there and to challenge myself and to push myself. I'm a very goal-driven person, so for me, this was at the time the best idea to get myself back on track because if you go to the gym you know that every once in a while you know you'll stop going to the gym for a few weeks or you'll just get tired of it or you won't feel like going and you'll take some time off and honestly I felt like that was the um, best thing at the time for me to get back into it and I failed I did I flat out failed and I remember when I first started I called my friend and I was like hey I'm done doing this challenge because and I started justifying the reasons that I stopped instead of sitting there and saying I failed and I want to do a whole episode on the 75 hard and why and how I failed and all of that but I don't want to get too much into detail now because of that so just know that I've failed it and I'm admitting it finally and it feels really good to do that and I learned so much about myself. And if I'm being honest, I am nowhere near done getting to know myself. I love doing it. I love getting to know me. I love being able to self-soothe myself and knowing what I need to do in order to calm myself down or de-escalate a situation that's going on in my head. Anyone that knows me knows that I'm a severe overthinker. I will think myself into oblivion. I go crazy in my own head thinking that just because somebody doesn't want to hang out with me, oh, they absolutely hate me. Is it because of something I said five months ago? I'm really bad for that. So being able to slow that down and being aware of that has been very helpful. And I want to share five ways that I have calmed down my overthinking and have just become more mindful and peaceful with my feelings. So the first thing that I did was I started journaling. And I know that sounds so funny because when I was five years old, I used to be the type of kid that watched a movie like on Disney Channel and was like, oh, she's writing Dear Diary. And I wanted to do that. Or like the Vampire Diaries that Stefan and Elena write journals. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to do that. Like that's so aesthetic. And it's so funny. But I randomly decided one day I wanted to try it because therapy is not cheap. And although I do really support therapy, it's just not in my budget right now. And I, like I explained at the beginning of episode, I have a really hard time explaining my feelings and I get very overwhelmed by that. So on paper, I figured I don't have to make sense. It's, it's just for my, my journal. I might go through it again, but nobody else is going to read it. So I started doing that. And the way I started was going on Pinterest and searching for journal prompts. For example, a journal prompt for overthinking could be, how are you feeling right now? What is taking up space in your mind? Take a step back from this situation. Does this determine who you are? And things like that. Today is November 1st when I'm recording this. So once I'm done recording this episode, I'm going to go journal about um, my goals for the month and all of that fun stuff. But that is just a quick example of prompts for overthinking. You can also do morning prompts, weekly prompts. A weekly prop example would be what are your intentions for the week? Uh, what are three things you want to do this week 
to help other people or things like that. And it's very, very, very helpful to just see it written out on paper. And for me, it just is a way for me to express how I'm feeling without having to freak out in my own brain. And in, by doing those things for myself and journaling, I was actually able to make a very crazy realization in my head. And I was able to write down a letter to somebody that has hurt me. And it was so freeing and it was just amazing. And I felt so lighthearted afterwards and aware and in tune of myself. And I'm very proud that I was able to do that. So that is one thing and one reason why I highly, highly recommend journaling for people that are like me. Another thing that I love to do is to make sure that I get eight to six hours of sleep. Six and under is kind of not enough for me and over eight or maybe even nine and up is way too much for me. I end up snoozing my alarm nonstop if I get more or less than that. So one thing I like to do in case I can't fall asleep and now it's just become a habit of mine, I downloaded the Headspace app and I listen. If you go into their search, they have a whole section for sleep and then I go in that section and then I look up sleep casts. They are so peaceful, you guys. They have ASMR ones if you're into that. I personally hate that. Um, one of my favorite ones to listen to is the Midnight Library. You literally hear the ambiance in the background. is like pages turning and it describes to you the smell of the library and what the library looks like. And within the first minute, they have wind down exercise. And I'm not even kidding. I never make it past that. One exercise in one of the sleep cast was to visually imagine, like not visually, sorry, imagine yourself shutting off like a light switch every part of your body. So I start off with my toes and that's so crazy for me to say out loud because I've never admitted it. But so I pretend in my own head that I'm shutting off the light switch to my toes and I shut off the light switch to my feet and my knees and under and then my upper leg and then my belly and my chest and I literally imagine myself doing this and I don't even never ever 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 make it to my head without falling asleep and it is just a trick that has helped me that I wanted to share the third thing is I take myself out on a date and I'm not gonna go too deep into this one because this is another full episode concept but I love to take myself out I will go get myself a coffee and go shopping or go do whatever for a walk on my own. I love to go running with myself. That's another fun thing I love to do. While I'm walking, sometimes I don't have headphones, so I just listen to the crunching of the rocks underneath my feet. It's so gross, but it's like my favorite thing in the whole wide world is listening to the birds and the rocks crunching under my feet. Last week, I went and got my hair done, and I thought this is the perfect opportunity to take myself out. So got my hair done, I went and sat inside a restaurant by myself and had lunch alone. It was so fun. I went for coffee and then I went shopping to my favorite store. And guys, I tried on clothes. I don't get to try on clothes ever because I don't go anywhere without my my kids. So I tried on clothes and it was so exciting. And then I did my grocery shopping alone. I'm one of those weird people who I do think that grocery shopping on my own is a date. I Grocery shopping to me without my kids is just very relaxing which is so crazy but I do love taking myself out on dates exercise is the fifth thing I do for myself exercise is my wind down I 
love to go work out if I'm stressed, if I'm having anxiety, if I'm just having a bad day, if I'm noticing that I'm getting very angry and confrontational with the people around me, I go to the gym or I'll go for a walk. I'll stretch, I'll do Pilates in my living room and I'll tell everybody to just leave me alone. Whatever it is, I just love to move my body. I am huge into cardio lately, which is really funny because I remember when I went to high school, when I started ninth and 10th grade, we had to run 15 minutes at the beginning of every single gym class. That stopped after a while, but I remember I was one of the walkers that my gym teacher would be like, Kayla, get your butt in gear. And I would laugh in his face and be like, no, you're crazy. If you think I'm running, I hate it. But now cardio is my favorite thing. Spin class, sprints, walks, jog, whatever. I love it. And another thing that I will do if I notice that I'm just drained because obviously I do a lot in the run of a day. I don't really have time to sit down and just be by myself is I will sit down when my kids are asleep. So either I'll wake up early or go to bed a little later. This generally doesn't happen very often because I do wake up early in the morning and it goes against my eight to seven hours of sleep but I will sit down with a coffee or a tea and watch tv and read a book I watch tv but usually I have it on in the background just for noise I don't enjoy the quiet because then I get in my own head which I'm working on by the way and we're gonna work on it together but I love reading it is so soothing for me I read romance novels and it brings me in another world. I'm I have a very high functioning imagination. I swear my imagination is the same now than it was when I was a child. So for me to be able to get lost in a romance novel, I'm currently reading uh, no Hopeless by Elsie Silver. I read the whole Chestnut Spring series and guys, it is amazing. It's based in Canada. Canada. I love it. It's great. The romance is great. It's very smutty though, fair warning, but um, that series I loved and recommend highly if you're into stuff like that. They're like cowboys and whatever. I mean, it's great. So that is one thing I love to do is get lost in a book. I've read so much since July of 2022, the year I had my daughter. So yeah, that would be July 2022. I've read about 40 books, which is crazy for me, but it honestly just helps calm me and just ground myself, take myself out of real life for just a moment and then come back and just feel refreshed. And honestly, these five things have really worked for me. They've really helped me just get in tune with myself and just teach myself how to soothe myself and relax and take a step back. Sometimes I feel like I really forget that I am human too. And as crazy busy as my schedule is, I need to just sit down and relax. Now, one thing that I really, really want to do for every single one of my episodes is to have a quote of the week. And I want to read off five affirmations. These are things that I've in my journal every single day is my gratitude and my affirmations. And I'll get more into affirmations gratitude and all that in the journaling episode but I just want to implement a little bit of that in every single one of my episodes since it has helped me a great deal. As I mentioned I wrote a letter to somebody that really hurt me 
and it made me feel really good and the quote that inspired that is just this i found it on instagram and it says girl look at you everything that has happened in your life you've fucking handled you work hard you are strong you are ambitious you are resilient you are genuine and loyal anyone who doesn't value what you bring to the table doesn't deserve you you are a queen I love this quote because I feel like we do let others' opinion of us make us very sad and make us feel very belittled by other people's comments and it's very easy for us to get lost in that but it is very important to remember that you have been through a lot in your life and regardless of it is very traumatic and crazy or if it's just something that to you is a big deal and you feel like you overcame something that maybe other people would think is not a big deal you have been through so much and you've overcame so much and regardless if you think back people have been picking on you and saying things about you and judging you for forever but you still made it through so do not let what other people think of you or other people's opinion of you or people that just honestly don't value what you bring to the table bring you down remember what you've been through remember where you started remember where you are now and just focus on that now here's something about me i highly recommend doing daily affirmations whether you speak them out or you write them down i think that regardless they are amazing I was having a little bit of a tough day on Sunday on my drive home alone. I was overthinking and I was in my head and I started speaking out a few affirmations and instantly felt better. Now, I am not a humongous fan of the I am affirmations. Although I think they're amazing, I prefer to elaborate them. I do use them, but instead of saying I am growing, I would say the universe is on my side maybe not that one but I would say I am worthy of growing into the best version of myself and things like that that's what I would prefer to use like I said I still do believe though that the I am affirmations are amazing I am just more of a visual person and I just love to elaborate everything that I see in front of my face and as I state off these affirmations, I do encourage you to repeat them after me, whether you are walking or you're in a public area, just whisper them to yourself. If you're in your car, scream them out loud and embrace them into your today. So without further ado, let's get into them. My failures do not define me. Other people's fears do not affect me. I attract great opportunity. I deserve to get what I want. I am becoming the best version of myself. And that is our affirmations for today. And that is the end of our first episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please leave a review and feel free to comment or DM or whatever it is that you are. If you have any ideas on episodes or episodes you want me to touch base on, feel free to give me any feedback. I love constructive criticism. Please don't attack me, but I would love constructive criticism on what I can make better, what you guys would love to see in this podcast. And I am just so ready to become besties with you and to get to know each other and to work on ourselves together. I'm really, really, really looking forward to just creating a community of uplifting people and uplifting 
women and to have a safe space where we can just all grow together. Thank you so much for coming. I love you guys to the end of the earth and back. Have a wonderful week and I will see you next Wednesday.